Conservatives love conservatives until they start keeping it real. And we, and we, keep it real. This is the award-winning Wayne Dupree Podcast. Our political leaders have been lying to us for years. And no matter what side of the political aisle they're on, we call them out. If it's politics, entertainment, culture, elections, and anything in between, we're talking about it. And we back it up with smarts coming to you straight between the ears. This is the award-winning Wayne Dupree Podcast with your host, Wayne Dupree, Angel Fleming, and Hutch the Godfather Bailey Jr. You know, there's a I often see empty shelves when they're shown on television. People are paying more for a pound of hamburger meat than they have to pay very few schools are closing. It's one thing if it's a minor incursion and they pull up to a pump and all of a sudden instead of paying $2.40 a gallon, they're paying $5 a gallon. Should we have done more testing earlier? Yes. Did we have it at the moment exactly when we should have moved and could we have moved a month earlier? Yeah, we could have. I think report cards could look pretty good. I didn't overpromise. I don't view that as somehow a mark of incompetence. I have not been out in the community nearly enough. Go back and read what I said. We always have long press conferences. I don't believe the polls. Uh, yeah. Folks, I don't think I've overpromised at all. I think we've done remarkably well. The COVID-19 is not going to give up and accept things uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's not going to go away. That is an interesting reading in English. You're... I would have threw in the white towel. I don't know about you. <laughs> I was like, it's over, man. Pull him off, pull him off, pull him off. He's hurting himself. Hey, that was, that was an interesting meeting of ringers. <laughs> <laughs> what in the hell is going on? I don't know, man. That wasn't even English. Gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, look, we try. <laughs> We try. We we give him a chance. We do. But just as soon as you open up his mouth. I mean, I'm sitting over here enjoying this cold, dark winter of death, <laughs> you know, and just uh, amazed at the that this guy's still there. I can't believe there's not an adult in the Democrat yeah. hierarchy. Yeah. It doesn't end this, man. I mean, it, that guy's not that powerful. He can't even talk. They yeah. don't have to. They really think. And I think Americans are proving them right that Americans are so stupid. They're just not, they're just, they don't have to try anymore. And like Wayne, you said, we try. I don't, I don't try. <laughs> I, I have watched Joe Biden over the course of my life be the same right. racist, arrogant bully who plagiarizes, lobotomized, run, run for office and lost numerous times, but still maintained part of the establishment as a senator and then as vice president. So I every now and then will peek in just to see what it is that he is saying and doing that has the majority of Americans so jazzed for this man, because to me, he's just a senile version of his old self and but definitely it- has some Archie Bunker moments. <laughs> That that harken back to his glory days, the bullying, the racism, the speaking out of both sides of his mouth, placating to whatever he thinks this current audience in front of his face wants to hear. And if they but don't now, like it, he insults. Now I don't think he's he's conjuring it up himself. Now I think somebody's handing it to him to say. Well, uh, and that's because, been the you case. know he had that infection from a, when that dog bit him down in Selma, when they were in the civil <laughs> rights movement. You know, I mean the guy's he's so lost. That I don't, I don't think that he has a, a genuine thought. Maybe not at anymore. a press conference. Maybe not anymore. Press. Right. I right. mean, even right. even before he was inaugurated, he has these ridiculous hot mic moments where he's he's <laughs> yeah. literally saying what is in his earpiece. Somebody is feeding him salute the Marines. He's walking by a Marine holding a salute for him, and he goes salute the Marine and doesn't salute him. <laughs> or you know or, what I mean. Or, yeah. or did you see when he was getting off of Marine One, and they were walking up to the White House? Did y'all see the video? He was they're walking up to the White House, With and, the, and one of the, the security guards open. kept on going past where he was supposed to turn. Oh down. yeah, he tried to like run. And, <laughs> and instead of going to the White House, he starts going behind the shrubbery behind. The, 
wandering Man, into bushes. And the thing is, yeah. is all right, it would be one thing if like, okay, so if if Joe Biden were like some Joe Blow citizen who had never been to the White House before, okay, an embarrassing moment. You got right. caught not knowing your your way around right. the place. You have years. been here in this exact building my entire life. You know what I mean? You have Damn been near most of my right. <laughs> so at least muscle memory somewhere yeah. in there should be telling him how to navigate around the building. Or that other time he tried to walk into the White House and the doors wouldn't open. <laughs> there, there were no Marines there to open the door for him, and he was just trying to. Yeah. And this doesn't help with the conspiracy theories out there. And, I mean, and when if, you fall if, up the stairs three times in a row, there's a problem. Right. <laughs> oh, just you know. And, and Gerald Ford is, didn't even do that. No, no, no. And the, the problem is, is there are a lot of conspiracy theories out there, and a lot of conspiracy theories are being pr proven true every single day, yeah, right? True. Because just to clarify, a conspiracy theory is a speculation of conspiracy. So we're don't don't call us folks out there who question things conspiracists. Yeah, exactly, right. Because right, we suspect right. conspiracists That's right. among our government. But what yeah. doesn't help is when Joe Biden can't get into right. the White House, right. when he doesn't know how to walk into the White House, when he chooses a stage that looks like the White House so he can change the props outside the Oval Office window instead of being in the actual White House, this only fuels the anger and resentment and frustration. Americans yeah. know they're being lied to. They don't know to what end, and they don't know why. Are you and, talking and about so, I think he had his last press conference in a warehouse somewhere. I mean, I'm looking yeah. at these press conferences lately, and there's freaking stepladders out there. And yeah, it's like, this isn't the press room, man. What's going on here? No. But, you know, you know, it's we Walmart. can. Hey, if anybody knows us we will be right down the middle on stupid stuff stupid stuff that people say we'll give you the other side of stupid stuff right uh, now yes. what, what, what's your message for voters of color who are concerned that without the john l lewis voting rights act they're not going to be able to vote in the midterm well the concern is misplaced because if you look at the statistics african-american voters are voting in just as high a percentage as americans a recent survey uh, 94% of Americans thought it was easy to vote. <laughs> As Americans? Sitting there with old John through the brothel behind them. They ought to have freaking pitchforks. Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell is channeling Joe Biden. They're all drinking the same Kool-Aid. Uh, he's channeling Wait, did it's you Kentucky. Know that African Americans are voting in just higher numbers as Americans? <laughs> Well, and here's yeah. the thing, too. I, I read on Breitbart today, and I'm sure it's been going around everywhere. I just caught it before I jumped on here. Joe Biden said he's he he said this election coming up, the midterm election will not be a legitimate election. Right. Yeah. And so then you have to wonder, OK, if you think this next election isn't going to be legitimate because you didn't pass this voting act, then that gives credence to everybody who said the last election wasn't hey, legitimate. They've never you, been legitimate. You look at you look at uh, a website right now, a news aggregator. I'm looking at this thing, and the first 20 stories: Who's cleaning our voter rolls? Soros founded, funded Eric uh, Garland favorito. Yes, there's a cover up in the state of Georgia. Wisconsin speaker removes the other guy's staff after he outed Voss for being behind the drop boxes. I mean, it's story after story. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court to produce another ruling validating the election steal. I mean, Georgia has a conference. It's crazy. So and this, story. this and, is where and, and, everybody needs on, to call hold on, And hold on. And also, and also with um, Georgia earlier this morning, you know, I was telling Hutch, um, the, the word came down, or oh, what they're trying to do, what they're trying to do is Lincoln County, I think they have eight voting stations in Lincoln County. They're trying to get rid of seven of them. This only rural, have one. This is a rural county. That's big, voter suppression. The square the square mileage suppression. around that one voting station is 241 miles. You have to look you have to catch a flight to vote. You have to catch a a, a horse or a buggy just to get there in a couple of days, you know? I mean it's like how do I mean 
how do y'all shut down voting stations? They tried to oh, do that here in my county, but they and shut the reason down. why, and the reason why is because they're looking at the benefit of mail-in voting. The you benefit know, of you know that there's states that have been doing that forever. Oregon's one of them. They've had mail-in a hundred percent mail-in ballots, or something like that. This lady was telling me. I I uh, just. I, I mean, I, I saw that, and I was like, I don't care what side of politics you're on. That's wrong. But I'll bet you if you look into it, because Republicans don't come up with ideas like that, most for the most part. But I'll bet you if you look into it, that a lot of people in that county are elderly and Republican. It's I would almost guarantee it. It's frightening. When, when Amazon went to a vote on unionizing their employees, Jeff Bezos said... We're not doing it by mail because mail is subject to fraudulence. And so, he I mean, he didn't want unions in his company. So he said, come in and vote or, or it doesn't count. So if, if private organizations know that mail is subject to fraud, then why would you ever put the most important decision of your life? This affects everything. Mail-in voting got us the gas prices we have today. Mail-in voting got us the supply chain issues we have today, the empty grocery store shelves, the 7% inflation, mail-in voting, got the perpetual lockdowns, the leadership that is lacking, that is making open threats to Russia now. Just, this is insanity. It's insanity. And, And what they're going to do is the left now is going to dust off the conspiracy theorists version of what happened in 2020 and say, that might actually apply here. We're going to work that to our angle now. Now courts are asking to subpoena Dominion documents and things of that nature. So now they're giving some credence to it. Only to look forward, though. Don't look back. Don't look too closely at the past. Oh, Dominion. I yeah. wouldn't be. Man. You look at the definition of the word Dominion and it all becomes clear. They got mm-hmm. me scared, though. They got me scared. But, you know, you were talking about um, you're talking about uh, the legitimacy of 2022 and what Joe Biden said, Savannah Guthrie. How can I say this? This, Random act of journalism. this, This is kind of a tense exchange. Let's talk about another comment the president made. He openly cast doubt on whether the 2022 midterm elections would be legitimate. He said it all depends, um, which is astonishing to hear a president question whether our elections will be legitimate. We've heard it before, but not from this president. Is he really concerned that, that we may not have fair and free elections? The president has been consistent on this issue and the issue at hand, the issue I was there last night uh, in the chamber of the Senate, and the issue is that there are two bills, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act and the Freedom to Vote Act, that have been the, the solution that has been offered to address the fact that around our country, states have put in place laws that are purposely making it more difficult for the American people to vote. Laws which will be felt by at least 55 million Americans, regardless of their party affiliation, their race, their gender, or their geographic location. Well, to the point, though, because so those we bills have been were clear, debated. And it's, but it's, yeah, the, the, the bills it's, were it's, debated, it's, it's, and they didn't pass. If, so I, the, may finish, the if, I, if course, I may finish, if I may finish. Specific question, if you don't mind, does he think now that these bills haven't been passed that the 22 midterms won't be legitimate or fair or free? Let's not conflate issues. So what we are looking at and and the topic of so much debate last night was that we as America cannot afford to allow this blatant erosion of our democracy and in particular the right of all Americans who are eligible to vote to have access to the ballot unfettered. That is the topic of the conversation and let's not be distracted by the political gamesmanship when what is truly at stake are, are, are issues like whether Americans with disability have the opportunity to vote by mail, whether a single parent has the opportunity with three kids in the back. Okay, that's it. Because usually when they go into that, now they're going off subject and going to their talking emotional. She should have just, just cackled. 
She wouldn't get on topic at all. Guthrie tried to guide her back in. And Which is I first. mean, I, I'm shocked at that. Shocked right. Yeah. at that. Right. She got um, her butt handed to her by NBC. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, I, and and, and if anybody... we have what the president said yesterday. Can you speak right. to it? No, 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 no. I, to the question, to the specific question, if you don't right. mind. Right. Yeah. Well, and then well, you see Harris, she's like, Yeah. Well, she reminds you, you know, you know why she's mad? You know why Carmela's mad, Wayne? Because she's like the field goal kicker in the fourth quarter with 10 seconds and you're down by two and you don't freaking, you, you go out on downs. They, they couldn't use, she was there to break the tie. That didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. It didn't yeah. happen. Cinema and, and Mansion made sure that we don't need Carmella on this vote. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I was asking about the cat. Let's talk about COVID because you all ran on, we are going to get COVID under control. We are going to get this lit. And as we sit here today, as you know, we're going into year three. We are still talking about COVID. And you all admit it. Listen, we've made some mistakes. We're going to do better. We're going to be better. The schools, can the kids go to schools? In New Mexico, the National Guard is, bring, is being asked to be substitute teachers, all because of COVID. So it is not under control. So I'm wondering, what is your strategy here? And have you come to the point, have you come to the point that we have all got to figure out how to live with COVID? So I'm going to try to unpack the various okay. yeah, I know there's a lot. You but it's, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was a long ass question. But, I mean, it, but you know, the one it, thing it was you know, a layup. It was a softball question. It was. It was. And it was a lot. Apologize. It was a lot of COVID. Go ahead, sorry. No, you got to be careful <laughs> when the when the media pushes these these points at you because they're saying the National Guard is being brought in as substitute teachers in response to COVID. No, the National Guard is being brought in because the teachers refuse to participate in COVID. It's the government response to COVID. That's the issue. And so every single problem we've had with COVID so far has been not because of COVID, but because of the government's response to COVID. They need to stop responding and let people figure it out. Yep. See, we're like a double-barreled shotgun. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> and, look, and, look, to with COVID. and look, and I got both barrels on both <laughs> sides. Just, yeah, come at me. It's just the government. Every single business that was lost was because of Democrat government. governors. Government. Yep. And, and mayors. And, you know, in, and, in this city, when they made everybody, when they made the restaurants, put the damn tables outside. And made everybody eat outside with Black oh, Lives yeah. Matter. In the winter. In the Northeast. Yeah, intense. Yeah. They got signs. I go to a buddy of mine's restaurant that was, it, it only opens later on. So, and it was early in the morning. And I'm looking in his window and he's got these applications. He's got applications for permits from the, the Bureau, a brand new agency, the Bureau of Mobility and Infrastructure in the city of Pittsburgh. I go, what the hell is this? And I went home and I Googled it. They charged him an extra permit tax for those tables. So your your city is falling apart economically. You're losing small businesses left and right. And what does the Democrat mayor do? Taxes them again. Mm-hmm. I mean, unbelievable to me. Yep. It's like gas taxes. My gas is three fifty seven a gallon here. Right over the border, it's two ninety nine, because my state, with their GOP legislature, refuses. Mm-hmm. To lower that tax per yep. gallon. Yep. Because gas costs the same everywhere. I'm telling you, man. I mean, I I looked, even though Trump had opened up the country in what Jan in the beginning of June, or was the end of May, beginning of June or whatnot, in watching what those governors did was not listening to the White House. They didn't listen to no the they were like, oh, wait a minute. We just found out we just got extra power that we didn't know. Any- exactly. We, You know what? We've been thinking about doing something like this, you know, for decades. But, oh, my God, we were given the green light to have, keep everybody in the house. We were given the green light to say who can come out and who can't. We were given the green light to bring in guards and stuff to, to force people to stay in the house. Or we were given... The green light to say whose businesses can open and whose businesses can close. I mean, the power, the power that they got after June 
all the way. I remember, I remember my former co-host, uh, both of them thought that everything was going to be open and everything was going to be already back by the end of December. And I was like, uh-uh. No. Well, you got Republican uh, governors no. there, Tyrants. You look in Ohio uh, at DeWine, he might as well be a Democrat governor. Yeah, when exactly. He, right. And, and, that's, and right. that's just it, too. There's no, there's no accountability. One, when they first started talking about we're going to shut down for two weeks to slow the spread. So before it actually kicked in, I was on the phone with family and I said, stock up on all food and supplies right now. I promise you this will not be just two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. After two weeks, we will be standing in line to get into grocery stores. I promise you. And call me Miss Cleo. Call me now for your free tarot card reading because I was right. Because you know what? History will show you history will show you their playbook what they're doing and just like you said hutch republican governors okay so everybody wants to chant ron desantis ron desantis ron desantis when they forget christy noam is a person who decided to never lock down her state she apologized after the two weeks to slow the spread saying she never should have done it and relieved all restrictions immediately. But then you have Ron DeSantis who gave people their rights back and they just kissed his butt and thanked him for it. But in the meantime, I was in Tampa and Tampa the entire time, the entire time had a curfew. Yep. Now explain to me what yep. happens after yep. 8 p.m. that doesn't happen at 7.59 p.m. that says <laughs> I can't be outside or I'm going to get fined by the police. And this wasn't just the city of Tampa, this was the entire county. This was Hillsborough County. They had curfews that you couldn't be out during dark, dark hours. Like what you know did what that I mean? do for COVID? I mean, being being out after eight o'clock PM Eastern Standard Time. The same thing, the same thing happened at CPAC last year. We get down there to to, to Orlando, we get down there to the Florida airport. There's really basically nobody in the airport. There was no, I mean, they had shut down the shops in the airport. And I was like, wait a minute, this place is supposed to be open. But the shops in the airport were shut down. And then when we get to the uh, the, the the hotel, you got to wear a mask in the hotel. You got to wear a mask to the CPAC thing. You had to wear a mask to to the um, to the uh, eating wait, establishment. Just to that, clarify, you that, had to wear a mask on one side of the rope, but not on the other side of the rope. At CPAC. Remember when we were at Radio Row, the guy that kept yelling at me and threatening to get me arrested? Yeah, he said, yeah, just get to the other yeah. side of the rope and then you can take your mask off. That's true. And I put that like a true. thin little headband. I don't even own masks. I don't do yeah. that. So I put like a stupid little headband around my face and he chased yeah. me around the whole building. He said, ma'am, can you just get on the other side of the rope, get to Radio Row, and oh, then and you don't have to wear a mask. And Hutch, Hutch, they had masked Nazis walking around. They had masked Nazis. If, if you were standing... If you were standing up drinking water from the water thing mm -hmm. and talk, just happen to have the water in your thing and talking to somebody like with yeah. your mask right here, yeah. oh, excuse, yeah. me, excuse me, you got to put on your mask. Put it on, put it on. Or sit down. Or I'm sit down. I'm you have to sit down here. to drink water. I was told yep. to sit down to drink water. Yeah. Sit down to drink water. Then you have to get up and put your mask on. Like, that was smart. That was smart. Yeah. Just because you're in a, in a city. You know, if you look in, in Virginia, the same thing's happening with Yunkin. You know, he makes a statewide decision about masks, and the Northern Virginia Democrat counties say, screw you. Sure did. You know, sure did. And, and be careful with Christy Nome. Christy Nome is a slug. She is not <laughs> a good politician. She's horrible. She I did agree. great. She did I, great with COVID. I'd rather, I'd rather a horrible politician no. like Christy Noam than She's a god friend like, go, like still, Governor DeSantis. I still, me. Give me Christy Noam. I, I still can't get over okay, how I, yeah, I still can't get over how Christy Noam blamed uh, uh, the Obama I uh, blame Biden for the 4th of July situation. But if you look more deeper, it was a whole lot of the Indian nations that were bringing a lawsuit against known for trying to do the fireworks at the at the monument um thing but she didn't say anything about them she just blamed it on 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 biden but they she didn't say anything about that I was like, the politics well, I was like, that's the thing is you have to be careful you you have to be careful when you get into uh tribal organizations because yeah. they have their they have their own laws she's not their governor 
She's not right. their governor. They they have their own laws. They're sovereign. They're essentially sovereign nations, every single one of them. Mm -hmm. um, and so those kind of issues, you can't just air out to the public or make comments on because it could be considered an act of aggression against a sovereign nation. So I understand her having to be diplomatic in that way or just ignoring that. Look, I will say this. You are not going to find any person on this planet who is perfect. You will not no. find any no. person on this planet who is perfect. You will find less perfect people in the realm of politics. That, the that, most bumble-mouthed, dim-witted, narcissistic, psychopathic members of our society seek political office. <laughs> if you can't teach, do. And if you can't do, teach. And if you can't do any of it, run for office. Look at Bernie Sanders. Okay. But when you look at Christy Noam, and I'm just saying, just comparing, people champion Governor Abbott in Texas. They champion Ron DeSantis in Florida. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean. because they they benevolently eventually granted some rights back. They had to take it away for you to thank them, to give them back. Where Christy <laughs> Noam immediately said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I violated my oath of office. I should not have done this. We are a free and open state. You know, their constitutional carry there. I mean, she's an amazing, she, they have an amazing state there compared to, Wayne, you're talking from Maryland right now. Okay. Yeah, watch, yeah. watch from your little glass house. You know, I had to flee from Massachusetts. I already, I already know about this Republican punk that we got but, as governor. But that's what I'm saying is like, nobody's perfect. But to me, whenever they talk about governors that are truly looking out for the constitution of the American people, I think Christy Noem is purposefully ignored from, from all of those conversations because she is so she's to me, she's not a politician. She doesn't, she doesn't know how to politicize or, or capitalize on a tragedy she, like the rest of them have been bred to. She's she just apologizes. She's a politician. She's a politician, especially with that real estate situation that went down with her daughter and stuff. Yep. She, she, knows, she, she knows, she knows what she's doing. I mean, look, look, I mean, I look, I, under, I understand how, I mean, because, Actually, when she was walking through CPAC, she's walking through without a mask. So, I mean, I, I understand uh, what she, DeSantis, uh, uh, Abbott, I, I understand what they're doing. I, and, 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 and I see what, but when you pull back the layers and you look inside the state, you have to look at what is happening, like what you just said in Tampa, what we saw in Orlando, what we have heard out of Texas. What we hear out of um, uh, um, South Dakota, when you start reading the news and stuff, you start finding out, okay, well, wait a minute, hold on. I mean, it looks great on top. I, You know what? When I was in the military, I had a, I had a captain that told me one time, he pulled me into a room, too. He was like, Dupree, I got to tell you something. Dude, dude you, you, you have so much talent, it's scary. I'm saying you have so much talent. I, I don't even know if you should be in the military. You have so much talent. You but where your problem where your problem is is that you see you know, you we look in a room that you're in charge of and we see all these fires and what you do you put a top on those fires. You make the room look great cuz the top has snuff has it looks like it's snuffed out the tire I mean the fires. But under those tops the fires are still burning. The fires are still, and that's what's happening in politics with these governors. The governors are putting snuffs, they're snuffing, they're putting the tops on these fires to make it, look at my state, my state is great, look at it. But underneath, things are still burning. Right. You know? right. Mark my words, what you watch with Christy Nome, what happens? The rhinos, the establishment Republicans are going to push her for president. You mark my words on that. Yeah, You saw three people from South Dakota come out on the same day back with uh, the, the, the senator, I can't remember his name now, but there was three people coming out against Trump um, Jan about January 6th, and then they cut to Nome and her agriculture plans and things like that. She's, you got to look a little bit deeper with Christy Nome. She's, a, she's done some good things. But I so, so, again, I just want to reiterate my point here wasn't Christy Nome is perfect among all of her peers. That was never my point. 
That was never my point. They're all flawed individuals. But at the end of the day, I'm talking about COVID. You guys can bring up as much dirt as you want on every politician. <laughs> there, will be, there will be novels. But, but the thing is, is that when it came to COVID, she was the only one and they buried her. She was the only right. one who said, I should not have done that. I should not have done that. Mea culpa. I should not have done that. Get back to normal. Everybody figure out your own lives. It's not my place to tell you. And, and to that end, I will say, because the mainstream media and the establishment is typically quiet on Christine Ullum, I doubt that she'll, she'll run for president. In fact, my prediction is Tulsi Gabbard is going to do a party switch and they're going to groom her um, if they want a strong female um, rising to that challenge. But whoever we predict, right, whoever we predict, Ron DeSantis is, is starting to look like a contender Will Rand Paul throw his hat in again obligatorily, as he always does, the Ted Cruz's, the Marco Rubio's? Sure. It's going to oh. be a rat race. It's going to be a rat race. And it's the one you like the least that will make it. Well, you know, what, with, with, <laughs> with, um, because. Unless it's Donald uh, Trump. Laura, Laura Ingram and Ann Coulter are basically supporting DeSantis. And Kurt Schlichter. Now, they are pushing DeSantis. And, they and, are. And where you where you talked about um, uh, uh, Gnome and what she said then about the COVID thing, DeSantis just came out a couple of days ago and said, "I wish I would have been more vocal during the Trump administration early, so that we wouldn't have been in the situation that we were in." During the Trump administration, it's so nice to say three years later, isn't it? Exactly right, 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 right. right. I mean, Noam did that with COVID. I got to tell you, Angel, I was like, that person should be president. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Me right too. until later, when I started looking into it. I'm but the same way. I'm the same first, way. Why can't they all be like that? And right, because right. she did that, they did the Mount Rushmore celebration. Trump and all them came in, and it was. It was cool. I mean, because it was the only state you could go to. And Americans have to scratch their heads and say, OK, what's the difference between South Dakota and the rest of these states? South Dakota is living free Nobody and the rest there. of us are not. Everybody's everybody's <laughs> everybody's just living their lives and going back to normal there. Listen, if they have covid outbreaks in the Arctic where everybody quarantined before they got there, I mean, in the Arctic station. They had a complete outbreak. Nobody lives there except for the people who are stationed at the Arctic Station. If they have a problem there and South Dakota doesn't have a problem, don't give me the population difference. Nobody lives there. Outbreaks happen. The only difference between South Dakota and the rest of the country is South Dakota was allowed to make their own decisions for themselves, informed consent with their doctors, with their trusted medical professionals. They made those decisions. She didn't go in and tax businesses. She didn't go in and say, I don't care how cold it is, make, your, question, make your... But the question, but, have you heard that they've had more deaths per capita in South Dakota though, of COVID, because of COVID? That's because per capita is 100 people. You know what I mean? What I, well, what no. I meant, I said that about the population. What I meant is, as opposed to California or New York, there's not droves of parasitic Democrats living there that are voting for these crazy things and allowing these people. They, they made common sense because it's enough of a controlled group of people that they're mostly common sense people. You go to some of these other places and they're like not even Earth. You look at L.A. at the homeless stuff there and, and the decisions that they've got D.A.'s that take people out of jail. And you I'll know? say this on deaths per capita. I'll say this on deaths per capita. The CDC is adjusting every single day how they're defining deaths with COVID versus deaths from COVID. So when you hear deaths per capita, mm. what exactly are they citing? And then you have to look at the South Dakota population versus everywhere else. I heard on Joe Rogan's podcast when he was talking to Dr. McCullough, when you see the difference between Israel and then you see right outside of there, for example, um, I think they were comparing it to Pakistan at the time, one of them. And they said um, the difference is not only age and obesity, right, in Israel versus mm -hmm. healthy and younger in Pakistan, uh, that automatically, <laughs> were they comparing it to Pakistan? I can't see who they were. What is he holding up? I would come I up at 
a lot of people, you got Syria, uh, Lebanon, Turkey. I mean, they're surrounded. No, but they weren't comparing like neighboring, neighboring. They were just saying like population wise, why would you see lower, lower deaths here? And I'll think of the country like I always do after the show. Uh, but they were comparing like they were comparing populations and why, like, I think it was Pakistan that has like a no, uh, they have like the lowest vaccination rate versus Israel, which has the highest. That might have been the premise, if I remember correctly. And they were saying like, can we look at Pakistan on its own with the lowest vaccination rate and lowest death rate? Can we say there's a correlation there, vaccine versus not vaccine? And, and Dr. McCullough said you can't take any of these one statistics and put it on an island because Israel, while it does have 98% vaccination rate or something like that, they're also older, typically. They're also um, overweight, more typically. Uh, where Pakistan is a younger, healthier, by and large, younger and healthier population. And so my point is, South Dakota, if you're going to say they have the highest death per capita, based on what, though? Because you have to look at, were they deaths from COVID well, or deaths with COVID? Well, here's is the their population typically older or typically more overweight? Because the cytokine storm that happens when you start, with COVID is fed by that. So, okay. Okay. I, look, I understand getting into the depths of explaining what is, is in, in the way of per capita. But when they, I mean, whoever came up with per capita, I mean, like, like um, most of your military deaths, West Virginia has the most, most deaths military-wise, per capita uh, of their state. There have been more people who have died in the military that's from West Virginia. You say military, do you mean active duty or do you mean guard or reserves or any? It was active active duty wartime. More people died from the state of West Virginia than any other state, per capita. So, I mean... So that's people from anywhere being stationed there. Is that what you're... That's people from everywhere being stationed there. So people who are stationed in West Virginia. No, 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 no. People from West Virginia in all brands of the military more have died from West Virginia in the military. That is interesting. But I will say this too. I will say this too. And I'm going to say this politely. I, I was not aware. I heard it over and over again. I was not aware that America truly had an obesity problem. Until I went to the South. Oh, I was. Um, because I'm I, from the North, right? And, and and in the North, people tend to walk more. We're more physical. We might know like a certain aunt or uncle who overeats or whatever. But up here, it's just not as prevalent. And when I got stationed, especially down in Texas, boy, no offense yeah, yeah. to Texas. That's exactly what I was When I was stationed say, down in Texas, yeah, yeah, I yeah. lost my appetite when I go out to dinner because you're watching these people who are morbidly obese, their entire families, morbidly obese, um, young kids, grandparents. I mean, the whole family. It's like the clumps. Is that is that the movie I'm thinking of? Mm-hmm. Everywhere, as far as the eye can see. No, no, you're and, right. You're right. And, you're and right. I will say this too. Everybody expects their military members to be fit and always looking good in uniform. They make triple XL uniforms and there is a need for them. There are a lot of people on waivers that don't have to make the physical standards. They hey. they get waivered and profiled and they don't have to. There you know are what? plenty of military members that are very overweight. I had a solution when I was in the military for that. Don't make those uniforms anymore. <laughs> I, I made that solution and I was called insensitive. I well, said there shouldn't be an option. Uh, was my, <laughs> my middle name was insensitive. I got paid. <laughs> yeah, they told me when it was I was very in, insensitive for me to say that. I'm like, when I was in, they're failing. A study, a study, I mean, the Navy a has been a, a study came out that, uh, and I don't know if this was across the board, but I'm just going to put this toward the Air Force. But again, I'm. It could have been across the board, but 50 percent of veterans within the first year were having some type of heart attack or heart disease after they got out of the military. Mm-hmm. This is when I was in. So um, then they start coming right? with the fat boy program. They called it the fat boy program. So, you know, they, they brought in these bikes. 
they did. They brought in these yeah, bikes. That's Air Force. That got to be Air Force. They had you riding on the bike for a certain amount of time. They call it. They call it get fit now. Yeah. And oh well, they still got it. They still. They still have it. We they um, no longer do the bikes. You're not allowed to do the bikes. They've changed the okay. PT structure. They got rid of the bikes the year before I went in. Um, yeah. And they're a bit more strict on it now. You can only yeah. fail your oh, PT yeah. test like three times yeah. in a and, row. And if you fail, you get a dishonorable discharge. Mm -hmm. Okay. Even when I worked up at Tony Park Test Range, they had a chef up there. They had all the food that you can eat. They had omelets as big as three-story buildings and everything. Mm -hmm. But the one thing they told you, the kitchen is over that way, but the gym is over that way. So if you get in trouble, if you get overweight because you're spending so much, you're spending three hours a day in there eating ice cream and cookies, and you don't see your way to the gym, then yeah, then you deserve a dishonorable discharge from the military. Yeah. So, now, Wayne, that thinking today would get you in trouble. If you said that to a troop today, you would get in trouble. So, well, yeah, I know. In basic training, in basic training, do you remember the snake pit? Do you remember the snake pit? In I basic remember the training? snake pit. I remember okay, the snake so pit. The snake pit in basic training. What they do, and this was intended to be scary. It, it at is once scary. upon a time, at once upon a time, it was scary, right? So it you is, have. Yeah. You have the top leadership of basic training sitting at like a head table and it's called the snake pit. Listen you to this, have to know, You have to be able to march up to that table, do all of the facing movements, and then ask permission to eat dessert. They had like this giant dessert tower in front of them. And, um, and they had all got, you could not get past, you had to walk past the snake pit and try not to get lit up getting to your table there was a certain mm -hmm. way to form up with your food and come back mm -hmm. you had to go past the snake table they would mm -hmm. stop certain airmen mm -hmm. get up here answer questions so the second week i was there they stopped doing all the snake pit nonsense really they had, to, they had some girl walk up she had a tattoo on her hands and tattoos on your hands aren't supposed to be allowed no like, come here let, let me just talk to you about that hand tattoo I'm like eh, you're fine then this other girl who was on the get fit program the fat boy camp or whatever you want to call it um, mm -hmm. There were a few in my flight and they weren't supposed to be eating dessert. They they weren't supposed to be eating. So they restrict how much you can eat. And if you're underweight, they force you. You get like I, two extra minutes to eat two yeah. meals and they make you eat peanut butter. And all that. These these people on the fat kid program were just doo -doo 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 -doo, waltzing on up to the snake pit, just grabbing their chocolate cake and going and sitting down with no no reaction from the leadership at the snake pit. And I just thought this is. I this say, is a joke. The I when I went to warrant officer school, warrant officer candidate, warrant officer, I sound like Joe Biden over here, warrant <laughs> officer candidate school at Fort McCoy, Wisconsin. Mm. You had to walk by, we weren't allowed to have dessert. We oh. had to walk, they put these big freaking trays of donuts and shit right in front of us where we had to walk by them. Mm -hmm. And you walked by them and you had to get, you had to get the food on your plate. You were only allowed to use your knife once. So you had to get it to your, where you sat your table. And then you had to ask permission. You had to sit on the first six inches of your seat with your back <laughs> and square the meal like this. But yeah. you had to cut everything up at the beginning and then your knife was fired. So if you didn't cut it up right, I mean, getting a, a chicken leg or something was hard, man. You I, know, but, I, look, I remember that snake pit and I remember they would give you pancakes and waffles at, <laughs> yeah. at the bar. But the syrup and the butter was in front of the snake pit. <laughs> so if you want, I mean, you can journey your way over there. But 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 like Angel said, the worst, the worst of the military instructors was sitting over there. And if you, if, even if you did your movements right, and you were sitting, they would look all up and down just to see oh, if yeah. something was wrong. Yeah, I remember you got a little, you got a little string hanging out there, airman. I remember this one kid. <laughs> I remember this one kid that got finished eating. And um, where you drop now, the snake pit was in front of the military instructors, but the trash cans were that way. Mm -hmm. So, but the outdoor was that way. So, even if you didn't get whatever you wanted to eat, but you had to put away your trash, you still had to go past the snake pit and then walk past the snake pit to go out. Yep. This little there was one no kid, avoiding the snake pit. There's no avoiding it. This one little kid just went past the snake pit and the, and the military instructor. Airman, airman, airman. 
That little kid took off like a bat out of hell. <laughs> <laughs> went out, went running out the door. The military instructor ran out the door after him. He, Looking for his congressman's phone number. He couldn't find him. He couldn't find him though. That little kid was out. He was oh. gone, man. He was gone. He was gone. It was funny though. I mean, it, most ki- mo- most of us lost so much weight mm-hmm. in the military because. They gave you a certain time of how much to eat your food. So if, but it's four people to a table. You you couldn't sit down and eat until the fourth person brought their yeah, food. You stand at attention until they're all there. And yeah. attention until right, and then you sit yeah. down, and you had to drink two glasses of water before you even ate your food. So by the yeah. time you drink your water, yeah. <clears throat> get up, get up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can't chew while you're standing. Can't chew while you're standing. You have to fully swallow before you get up. My experience was different. I never ate so much in my life. I gained. <laughs> I gained twenty pounds. Shoot. Yeah, the skinny, the skinny ones gain weight and the heavy ones lose. Uh, we had three meals a day, man. I never ate three meals a day in my life till I got in the army. Yeah. Most of most of us didn't even use the bathroom for about right. two weeks. And the reason why we didn't use the bathroom is because the bathroom was so clean, nobody wanted to mess it up. Yeah, because then you had to clean it. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. You had to clean it. But yeah, uh the females then again, different. Then again different. the the toilets didn't have stalls either. <laughs> yeah. What's up? You're in the bathroom and you got like yeah. 10, 10 yeah. toilets, but no stalls. Yeah. Really. You gotta sit there, you gotta sit there like this. <laughs> All right, nobody else is here. Go ahead, you're good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, we're gonna talk about that. Then we're gonna talk about showering too. There's that no shower ain't. stalls. There's hey, no I, shower stalls. You yeah. have you have ten minutes if you're lucky to get yeah. fifty five people showered and dressed. Yeah. yeah. And so we all like an assembly line, like as they say in the military, butts to nuts. Although in a female flight, there is no such thing, or yeah. there might be now. But um, you. you know, yeah. you have to like rotate around on shower heads, like shampoo, yeah. soap, yeah. like. You know, there's no privacy. There's no. We had a a different saying. Our our saying was make your buddy smile. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what. I tell you what. I mean, there were there were a couple days that you walked into that shower and there's a whole lot of soap in the little (laughs) in the little trough. You know, (laughs) hey, you drop your soap, your shower's over, man. Shower's over. Don't you think about picking it up? Puerto Rican, some Puerto Rican dude from New York sitting on a chair in there. <laughs> Come on, man. We got pizza to eat, man. <laughs> what's up? What's so, up, man? What's I'll up, say man? this. So I'll yeah. say this. My flight, and we're going, we're going off topic, but last thing on this, my flight, because it was all females, right? And we were in the, the new dorms. So the new dorms, they call them Disneyland at basic training. Mm for the Air Force and the old ones they call Alcatraz. Now Alcatraz was dingy and disgusting, but they had like walls and carpet and like, so some of the sound was muffled, but Disneyland is all tile floor, a completely open space. There are no walls. And so you have 55 teenage girls, all thinking they're in Glee or American Idol and they're singing in the shower they're screaming at the top of their lungs. They're fighting. It never, ever, ever stopped. In fact, you watch the MTIs have condolences for each other whenever they get stuck with a female flight. Like female flights are the worst. Have you the ever, drama, the crying, the screaming, the noise never stops. The sergeants aren't even in control of anything anymore. See, we no. used to live in barracks, right? It was two yeah. man rooms. They couldn't do that after the scandal with the Air Force. Yeah, sergeant could come in your room anytime he wanted to, and he did. Mm-hmm. What I mean, I, I remember one time. Now this was in the '80s, so you were still allowed to smoke. Smoking wasn't, yeah, yeah, yet. yeah. And you could smoke in your room. Now, if you were under an E5, you could drink beer in your room, but you couldn't drink liquor, right? So one morning, I forgot to empty my ashtray, and I came back at lunchtime to my room, and everything was on the floor, man. I mean, my everything was drug out of my wall locker. And the first sergeant and the first sergeant was like, Bailey, Saturday, you got a full field layout at 0730. Sunday, you got a wall locker inspection at 08. Damn. See you then. Damn. Damn, top man. I only when I forgot the ashtray. <laughs> now, you ain't even allowed in their rooms, I heard. You're, they're not even 
It, it sounds well, like <laughs> that's that's not necessarily true. They just we have babies now, so we have we have um so we CQ, have bays. Yeah, CQ. We do have bays. CQ is downstairs, so they'd all they would all. MTIs would all take turns doing overnights in the entire dorm building. Yeah, listen, yeah. They're called CQ and they yeah. reserve the right yeah. to come up and make sure our entry controllers were working the doors right. and nothing inappropriate was happening. So they would come in and it wouldn't necessarily be your MTI. It would be your brother flight's MTI. Yeah. But yeah, if it was that. a male MTI, he needed a female escort. Mm. Um, no males were allowed in the female flights unattended because the Air Force basic training had a scandal where sergeants were taking trainee females home and having their way with them and bringing them back the next day. Um, oh, shit. So, All four yeah. What? Well, yeah, look, that happened I, in the early 2000s. I wasn't talking about training. I'm talking about regular duty. Yeah. No, no, like, no. Sergeants, I'm talking about my unit. We had, we had, oh, yeah, um, we didn't live with our units. We lived in dorms. No, we, no, we, we had, yeah, we had, we had barracks. We had bays of 50 on both sides. Okay. But and, you want me to what you said, Angel, now. And I remember, and I remember when, um, I remember the first, there was always one guy who seemed like he was the pet for the military instructor. Uh, but was all, so uh, one, so one night, one night, I'm here in a scuffle. You know, I'm like, what's going on? I look down and I set up and I look down and I was like, oh. So they're giving him the business because, you know, he's a yes man and oh, stuff like that. Hutch, Angel, something went whew, right in front of me. <laughs> it was dark, but something said whew, right in front of me. Somebody had threw a boot from <laughs> from way down here sorry I threw a boot toward the thing and it, it just happened as I can huh <laughs> back down <laughs> yeah nope nope not my turn to wake up it's not my shift nope I don't, I, I don't know what happened but before um before we change back and have a little bit of fun um have y'all because y'all look as short as I do. Have y'all been marching? And the military instructor is like, stop bouncing. You're making me seasick. Yeah. But, <laughs> they all have to say that, I feel like. <laughs> but, but have you looked at everybody in front of you because it looked yeah, like a wave? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. March from the waist down. From the waist down, man. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is I'm a nugget. So I, you size up, I'm always in the back Yeah, and you do see that you see a wave. Right? You do see a wave. You do yeah. see the wave. And here's what I hate. So when they do heritage runs, heritage runs, you do in formation and it's a double time. So when you march, it's hut two, three, four, hut two, three, four. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, double time is hut two, hut two, hut two, hut two. Mm -hmm. So these guys are supposed to be, it's supposed to be a fast march, like mm -hmm. that, 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 because you're still in formation. But it's always the commander at the front. The commander at the front always ribs the big guys next to him. And they're like, let's go faster. So they start going faster. And then the back of the formation is just like a whip. Like we're sprinting <laughs> trying to keep up. Hey. And we're just. Uh, uh, you got to try that. That's, that's the only way that we ran. But you try what you just said. On a 25-mile tactical road march. Because the same thing happens. The big dudes are in the front, and the commander is some dude from Arkansas that wants to take <laughs> off down the road. And the poor guys like me in the back wearing a gas mask, and you're trying to run to keep up. You got your M16 hanging. and I mean, they got, they got me one time. I carried a 45 and a grease gun because mm -hmm. I was a track vehicle crew member. And... Dude looked at me like you don't have any rifle, any rifle, because I had my grease gun strapped on my back. Made me carry the guide on. <laughs> like, I'm right behind the damn commander. This dude's from Arkansas. He takes a step, and it's like six feet. And I'm like trying to keep up with him. Oh Lord. my god! I was a guide on alternate, and I'm like, my legs are too short. I mm -hmm. my legs are too short. I can't at the front. Oh my gosh, no guide on is oh, like Jesus. Oh. Yeah, we was we all. We always had, I the person that always carried the guide on for us had a nickname called Mouse. We would call him because that person was usually the runner. They would run and run and run and run. Well, 
that um that uh that check that Angel was talking about, uh, you know, that check that the military instructors do um at night um, with the CQ. Um our next neighbor's flight, his name was Sergeant Rambo. He was the instructor for the next flight. He was real huge, man. I mean, he pumped, he pumped, he and he had Rambo right across. We also had a sergeant, a uh, little teeny weeny woman. Her name was Massingill. That's just, you know, that's just how it is. But Sergeant Rambo, <laughs> for real, y'all. We, we had a Sergeant America, and I thought it was a missed opportunity <laughs> that she didn't commission. I'm like, why didn't you commission? That's such yeah. an opportunity. You should have been America, Captain yeah. America. But no, um, Sergeant Rambo, uh, the mouse, the guy that, uh, the, the, uh, um, the guy that we were just talking, or uh, the person that, cared to fly he was a real smart ass he real smart ass and they put him in charge of the door that night now what he didn't know and what most of us didn't know is that they had taken off the bolts on the door <gasps> they had taken off the bolt so, the, so when he knocked so when he knocked he was like let me in now you can't get in angel you know that you can't right. get in unless you Give your social security number and show your ID, and then yeah, you have to trace yeah. it. And yeah, so well, entry controller for those listening, it's the Air Force's version of Firewatch. That's, Firewatch, that's, exactly. Yeah, EC so, is Firewatch. So Rambo is banging on the boom, boom, boom. He's already huge. Boom, boom. Let me in. Let me in. All of us start running to the bay to see who was banging on the door. We saw it was Rambo. It's like, man, what? What is his problem? Mouse is like, sorry, sir, I can't let you in without proper and identification. He's like, if you don't let me in, I'm going to come in there and I'm going to do it on bunch of blah, blah, blah. Yes. Mouse turned around, started laughing and walking back to his station. <laughs> Ram Rambo took the door off the hinge and put the door <laughs> <laughs> That little kid fell down. Ah! Stop peeing on himself. <laughs> we were like, oh shit, he, he took the door off the thing. <laughs> <laughs> then it turned out that it was a joke, though. It was a joke, but yeah. I mean, we, we look. We had great army, times. We we wear people out in the army. Yeah, we we had great times in the military. You know, you look I, at you know, you look at a map and it's got squares on. It. They're called grid squares. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know we. I don't because I didn't know how the Air Force had maps or not. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Those but we <laughs> we get a new guy. We we get a new guy in right, and he didn't know what he was going. He got go up to the supply room and get me six grid squares. You know, he run up to the supply room, asked the supply, hey, can I get some grid squares? Are you high, man? You smoking weed? What, what's wrong with you? You know, or down the motor pool, you know, you take a a grease gun and there's a grease fitting on the back of a track vehicle and you take a grease gun and you squirt it down and it extends the track a little bit. And, you know, you got a, the proper track tension. Mm -hmm. And then you tighten the bolt back up and it's all good. Send private, hey, go over to the tool room at Battalion and get me a quart of track tension. Yeah, he walked over there. Can I get a quarter track touchdown? Man, get the out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, all military can still you know, have their fun with, you know, hazing the boots. Some of the supply sergeants took it to the next level. I'm and sure in the map, Army. They took a map and they cut grid squares out of the map and they put them in the drawer. And when he came up here, they put here, here, which one do you want? Is this one? <laughs> which one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was a time, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> we get ready to roll. It is our Friday, your Thursday, so we don't broadcast on Friday. We give y'all time to get yourself out of the house, get your, spend with your family. You shouldn't be up on politics all the time, but uh, have not, some fun. not all the time. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, yeah, you got to take time for your mind to re, you know, to cool down, get yourself back together again, and then start everything. So we broadcast here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I ask you, we ask you to download the Wayne Dupree podcast app. You can watch our videos live. You can watch recorded videos. You can also listen to the podcast. You can also send us messages in the menu. You can send us messages um, during the show or after the show. Last thoughts, Angel, go. Um, I just want to wish everybody a fun and healthy weekend. Enjoy some time and relaxation. Keep praying. Stay faithful. 
change a little bit in your life every single day and you will make massive changes around the world. I promise you. Hutch, just enjoying the conversation these last couple of weeks. Have a great weekend, folks. And uh, like we said, it's not all politics. Have some fun. Go go hug your family. That's right. Um, I'm, I hope to get some smoke meat out on the grill because it didn't snow like it was supposed to. So I'm going to go out <laughs> oh, and do what snow. I can get. Did you get snow? We're buried. Oh, yeah. It's just blocks of ice out there now. It don't, it don't even make don't I damn sense. Snow for the first time in my life yesterday and the day before. Don't even make sense. Great. Great. Fun stuff. Yeah, we it just is fun prom- stuff. We, we just got promise of snow. <laughs> I'm... And I and I'm still looking for the Joker that promised it. I'm I'm still looking for him. Yeah, I I, I got I got a revival coming with some furniture moving for him. But um, uh, you know, after each show, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, usually go over to locals, kind of wind down. Uh, so we um, give some extra videos, some extra words of encouragement over there. So make sure that you check out WayneDupree.locals. You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news, politics, and opinions you can trust. Thanks for listening. See you next time.